Bullshit. It's the NoBS Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, CEO and founder of Mass Solutions, the world's only no bullshit marketing agency. Today's episode, I want to talk about Jim Nance. I recently heard an interview with Jim on the Finding Mastery podcast by Michael Gervais. A little background for those that maybe don't know who Jim Nance is or, or barely know much about him. Jim Nance is a broadcaster who does play-by-play for CBS Sports, some of the major, major sports events have Jim Nance telling the story. So when Michael Gervais of Finding Mastery Podcast interviewed him, he asked him a number of questions about how he does what he does, what his background is, how he began, and some of the tips he might give on how he prepares and how he lives his life. I didn't expect it to be something I'd be doing a podcast episode about. I was listening while walking. Just wanted to hear that podcast, which I enjoy, and I'm going to eventually do an episode on the Finding Mastery podcast. But as Jim Nance told his story, I found it so compelling that I thought I wanted to tell you. First, the background is Jim dreamed of being a broadcaster from the time he was a little kid. And he did what those of us who ended up doing storytelling did when we were young. He would practice announcing real and imaginary sporting events. I did the same thing. My family and neighbors could tell you some funny stories about a 10-year-old me throwing a rubber ball off a wall and pretending like that I was broadcasting the World Series or when I was shooting hoops or whatever. So years later, it's always good to know that someone like Jim Nance did the same thing. It turned out when he was in college at the University of Houston, his roommate was Fred Couples, a golfer. They would pretend that they were doing an interview after Fred Couples won the Masters did this many times and even recorded it in their dorm room. It actually happened. Jim Nance, at age 26, had progressed up through multiple stations, doing broadcasts of multiple sports, and was given the chance to broadcast an NCAA tournament game, and his role just continued to grow. And then he said one of the times where he wasn't sure he was going to be able to do his job was when he had to interview his former roommate and recreate what they had practiced and done for fun and what they had both dreamed about. He knew on the final day of the Masters that year that Fred Couples was going to win. And he knew he was going to have to interview him. And the story is so interesting because he talks about that being one of his toughest moments in his career because he was so emotional that he was afraid he might lose it while interviewing his friend. But he went back to the times that they would do it in the dorm room to pretend, and that actually calmed him down 
and he was able to do it. That's one part of the story that's super interesting about Jim Nance's story and his storytelling. But he's also a no BSer. And he made one point early in this interview where he said, before he goes to do things in the three areas that he gets to work, the NCAA tournament in basketball, the NFL, and the Masters, early in his career, he said people would say to him, well, go have fun, have fun, do it, have fun. And he laughed and said, that's really not accurate. You're not going to go have fun when you're the announcer doing play-by-play of the Super Bowl and hundreds of millions of people are going to hear you. And if you make a mistake, know that you made a mistake. But he did say that there's a difference. He said, do it with joy. Take joy in your job. If you have joy in what you do, that's more accurate. That's no BS. Whereas having fun is unrealistic in some settings. Let me explain. I have fun many days at Mass Solutions. Doing this podcast is fun. But there are times when I still have joy in my work, but I'm handling a crisis communications issue, like I had to this weekend for a client. Or when I'm doing a workshop in front of hundreds of CEOs. There's joy in doing that, but I wouldn't say it's the same as having fun. If I'm having fun, I might have one of my favorite tequilas in hand. I might even be smoking a cigar or listening to some music and having fun. I don't know that anybody needs to see or be a part of that unless they're in my family or close friend. But when I'm at work, I want to have joy in what I do. So that part of what Jim Nance said is something that I've talked about on this show and I've talked about throughout my life. But there's another part that he said. He read a quote, I'd rather believe in someone and be disappointed some of the time than to never believe in someone and be disappointed all of the time. That's from John Wooden. I've done podcasts and blogs about John Wooden because regardless of your age, if you read John Wooden's books on leadership, it will be impactful for you. He's certainly well before my era, but he impacted me as a basketball coach. But that quote that he just said from John Wooden ties to a quote I heard from a mentor early in my life, trust begats trust. You need to trust other people and believe in other people, even though you're going to get burnt from time to time. And that's what he was saying. He said he'd rather believe in someone and be disappointed some of the time instead of not believing in them and being disappointed all the time. That ties to the trust begats trust that I learned at a young age. So again, I'm listening to this podcast saying, this is great stuff that I have to share with the loyal no BSers. He was emphasizing that his dad taught him that, that John Wooden quote, and that's how he lives his life in that he has to believe in people and try to work through that, even though many times when you believe in people because they're human and they're fallible and have selfish interests, you can get burnt. So I've talked about that a lot here. He also talked about sacrifice. And again, it was something that hit home for me. He talked about how when he was in college, he didn't have a normal college life. 
he did so much work tied to his passion. And he was asked what he felt about that sacrifice at the time. And he said he didn't feel like he sacrificed because work brings purpose and fulfillment. That's what I talk a lot about, how work brings purpose and fulfillment, which leads to confidence. Well, Jim Nance was saying he didn't feel like it was a sacrifice when he didn't go out with friends and party and instead was practicing and honing his skills and broadcasting college games and doing whatever he had to hone his skills. Early in my career, I did some of that. I, I sacrificed some and I didn't sacrifice some, but I, I didn't regret any of that. And uh, I still port, was partaking in the partying, but I also did a lot of work on the broadcasting side, the writing side, the creative side, and the marketing side at a time when other people weren't doing that kind of work. And I think that that pays off for you. And it doesn't have to just be in your college years. There, There's a phrase, the side hustle now. That's something you can work on. And if you're passionate about it, you do sacrifice, but it doesn't feel like sacrifice if you're honing your skills, if you're getting better at something that's going to help you throughout your life. And if you can make a little bit of money at it, that's great too. So on this episode of the No BS Marketing Show, I'm talking about an interview with Jim Nance that I heard and the things that you've heard me say and the things that I can relate to. So I'm giving this emphasis about this person who is at the top of his field and has been for decades. And he said he gets to do three things he loves. He only wants to broadcast the top tier golf tournaments, the NCAA basketball tournaments, and the NFL. He didn't set out and write a script and say, these are the three things I'm going to do. He worked at it, got better in those areas, and eventually started doing those three things. He said there were many times early in his career, for probably the first 10, 15 years of his career, where he did other events, other sports. He looks back and says he wasn't as good at those. He wasn't as comfortable. I talked to you a lot about focusing on your passion and what is your unique ability. And this ties to some of the teachings of Dan Sullivan at Strategic Coach. But it's intuitive for all of us that we want to work on the things that we're good at, that drive us, that we're passionate about, and that are our unique ability. So he was using his unique ability saying, I, I really want to work in these three areas, and he achieved it. Another area that the Jim Nance interview, again, I had no intention of doing an episode on the Jim Nance interview. I'm not even a super fan or anything like that. I always thought he was good. I always thought he had a good voice and he was a excellent delivery and told anecdotes. But this story that I heard on the podcast just made me appreciate him even more, but also appreciate what I can bring to you. He has a daily planner and he has used it for his entire life, and he can go back and look at what he was doing when and tracking things. I've done that my entire life, and it's a great way to plan your day, week, month, and quarter, and also be able to go back and look at what happened and reminisce, but also look at where you've gained, what all you've done, and what you've grown. Now, not everybody's going to like that because we're all different in how we consume content, how we comprehend things, how we decide things, how we do our work. But I'm giving this example where he's someone that enjoyed that daily planner aspect. 
He also loves preparing for each broadcast. I often say that preparation and repetition bring confidence. Preparation and repetition bring confidence. Well, Jim Nance prepares for every broadcast, and he said he might spend 8 to 10 to 15 hours prepping about the two teams, the coaches, the backstories, and so forth. And he said roughly 80 to 90% of what he prepares never hits the air. But he continually prepares all of that because he reads and reacts based on what's happening at the sporting event and decides when to interject what he prepared. I did a workshop today for some CEOs and I told them, if you are living the true leveraging the power of storytelling, what you have are some core value type stories that you build and you can use when you read and react to particular situations. So you go into a meeting and you know you want to emphasize certain points and you wait until you hear questions or needs that were brought up and then you can tell your appropriate story to the right person at the right time. Well, Jim Nance is doing the same thing when he prepares for these broadcasts that many of us see because most of us catch the Super Bowl. A lot of us watch the NCAA tournament, even if you're not basketball or football fans. And then, of course, the Masters is the premier golf event as well. I just found it to be really exciting and compelling and reaffirming that these core principles of how you value other people, of how you prepare, of how you build your stories and how you tell your stories, those tenets of how to do that are universal. And so while Jim Nance is bigger than most that do storytelling, what he's doing, others are doing and doing it to leverage the power of storytelling for them and their personal and professional growth. That's why I wanted to bring that to you today. So if you get the chance, check out the Finding Mastery podcast with Michael Gervais. Go to the Jim Nance episode and give it a listen. I think you'll find it interesting. Thanks for listening to another episode of the No BS Marketing Show, recorded here in the Mass Solutions studio in bold, beautiful downtown Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Remember, ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, no BS.